welcome to Rhonda's Remedy. Kristen, thank you so much for coming back. Since we spoke, I have uh, listened to the podcast and, you know, I just did some things I want to say about that podcast. What the host, when he was talking about low value women, I don't think he understands what the new, uh, like the definition in the social media for, he was, is for the low value uh, subject. He was saying low value women were women who accept ambivalent behavior. So if a guy can't make a commitment and he says, I'm dating other people or I'm not really sure, and a woman accepts that, he says that's a low value woman. But that's just almost ridiculous because most people when they're dating, especially nowadays, are not committal in the beginning. A lot of people are maybe starts off with friends with benefits or just casual and people are not really sure about making a commitment in the beginning or they're dating different people. Uh, so that would sort of say that everybody or most, the majority of women dating are low value women. Yeah. So, um, to say that right. a person who is in, um, accepting ambivalent behavior, accepting a man who is anxious about making a commitment, to say that she has very little value is just, I don't, it's just not intelligent uh, I'm, or not psychologically minded. The definition in the whole social media thing that's going right. on now, when they say somebody's low value, what they're really talking about is... Uh, if that she's not as attractive as the other women or she's not as young as the other women. So a woman um, who has um, children and the, and, the, and the father of the children isn't around to financially support them. These kind of uh, like responsibilities that a man that she's dating may have to, you know, now become like responsible for. So that makes her lose her value. According to, by the way, that's not my definition. I'm just reporting back when I see on other shows where men sure, sure. shows who are uh, defining women as low value, that's how they're defining them in terms of looks, in terms of their age, in terms of whether they have children or not, how much money they make. So that guy on that video podcast, I don't know what he's talking about. When he was dating women, they would date several women and, um, and he wasn't intimate with them in the very beginning. By the way, I have to just tell you back in my day, we're talking about a very long time ago, the disco days. I did date a man who was a coworker and uh. he told me he was, he had different slots and um, if you dated him, you would be one of his slots. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And, um, wow. So, now, did you appreciate I that? At the time it didn't bother me because I was you, like turned off with somebody that. else I was highly interested in. So I was dating other people too. So we were both very young. So um, cool. I I didn't like that, but um, I was just doing this, the same thing. In terms of the honesty, it actually turned me right. off a little bit. I could see your point that he was being honest, but there's something very narcissistic about him. Like he thinks he was a ladies' man. Um, so in that right. sense, it turned me off. But I think in a situation, so it's a parallel situation. I think in a situation like that, if you're looking for a serious relationship with somebody, it's okay to maybe go on a couple of dates with that person. But I th think if you start becoming sexually intimate with them, you may have to make a decision that maybe, um, right. you know, if, that it's going to be exclusive. That if you, if you really, really wanted 
to be exclusive, then you would have to make that decision before anything happens intimately. It hasn't been that you have, were not exclusive when you were intimate with somebody? been so casual, like as far as like talking to someone every day. And as a single mom, it is difficult to necessarily get out there and routinely date. So it's like I've, I've really, I just have to change. I, I'm not. And let me tell you, Every I'm episode. not saying that that's the way to go. Like you have to be exclusive, but if you're, if somebody is very anxious about uh, getting close, like if they're, they're going to hear from the person again, if once you become sexually involved, the anxiety is going to increase. So if you're, let's say you decide, you know what, right. I'm going to use a lot of protection, you know, take care of myself so that nothing physically bad, something bad happens. Um, but I want, I'm going to be open to the fact that they could be with other people and I can, that's okay too. But then you're going to have to work with your anxiety level. I mean, I'm, I'm also, if you know that they're going to be with other people, right. knowing that they're going to still be in contact with you, like maybe some kind of rules, not rule, but you know, boundaries have to be established. I mean, do you think you can do that and not be anxious though? I don't think so. I'm a chronic overthinker. So unless I know very explicitly like what's going on at all times it's dangerous for me to be able to fill in the blanks well what's happened in the past if you were with somebody intimately and you knew that they could possibly be with other people as well how how did that go i mean in terms of was it a very difficult relationship or oh it's very difficult it just it triggers such a vulnerable side of me that i do not like because then i feel like i'm constantly having to like win approval the problem is, is, is i don't think that there was ever necessarily a clear choice like a distinction this is what i'm going to do and how i'm going to spend my time it's just i end up in some way and next thing you know i'm just living my life <laughs> and and the day-to-day -day stuff just time goes by and next thing you know i'm just a puddle of a emotion point where you know that if you that you're going to get involved with them uh sexually and you know that they're not going to be exclusive with you that's what i mean by the tip like you know okay i'm going to take the chance i'm taking the risk um right i don't think i have the uh, i don't really think too much beforehand emotions are vested that i realize oh no this is making me hurt <laughs> So there isn't a point where beforehand, when you make the decision that, I mean, do you know in advance that it's not going to be exclusive? Do you have that information uh, told to you? I, I mean, the problem is, is that the I don't necessarily have all the information at that time, either because I don't ask, because I'm afraid to know or they just lie and you know oh there is nobody else and it's not until later on that you know i find out there actually were well if they're lying then that says something about their character that they're seductive and they're manipulative and right. you know that could be a sociopathic kind of quality to just lie to somebody and um with the no no caring about the other person's feelings so you can't if they're lying there's nothing you can do about Absolutely. it but if they are telling you and giving you a heads up then you have to take ownership for your uh, decision so do you think that you'd be afraid to ask them are you afraid to find out they are seeing other people 
yes, uh, it would definitely destroy any illusions I've (laughs) created. Really have an honest discussion and then from the information you're given, then make a choice. Because there's nothing wrong with being with somebody who you're not exclusive with. It's just that you have to be aware of the of the challenges involved if you make that choice. When everybody after Megan for making the choice to marry Harry and they said, oh, she knew what she was getting into. A lot of times we, and this has happened to me personally, we make a choice and we think that we we're ready to accept the challenge. And then we don't realize how we get into the situation, how challenging the challenge is. You know, so she may have thought exactly. that she can handle all this. And then she realized when she was in the situation, she can't handle all of this, you know? And so sometimes we can, we sign right. up for something and we realize because we're human, we can't really see the future and we'll experience everything until it happens to us. Then we see that this may not have been the greatest choice. Like it was a good choice in one way, but this is not what we thought it would be. And then we can, we can make another choice. So you could maybe make a choice to be with somebody, not right. be exclusive. And then if you think it's too overwhelming for you, this is not, you know, you're not happy in the situation, then you're gonna have to make another choice. You may have to end it or try to cope with it. But it sounds like what right. you're saying is that it's hard to cope with. And so much time. It's like, how, how do you know how much time to, I don't want to say waste, but waste, <laughs> you know? That is a difficult question. Um, I guess when it starts to become too painful, it's taking over your life. It's hard to focus. It's hard to be productive. That's a sign that it may not be a good relationship or not, not even a relationship, but just not a good uh, situation or a good connection. Yeah. It's not a connection. It's just right. destructive. I think when you feel that something is destructive, do you know, I, I always have a phrase I use in my books called, uh, whenever you you see that you've entered the masochistic zone, it's time to leave. I don't know if um, people even hearing this understand what masochistic Yes. Is. Yeah, it's, that's when you're, I mean, without really going into the whole thing about people wanting to suffer intentionally, but when you feel you're in a masochistic place where you're suffering, um, then, and when you're in that zone, then it's time to leave. That's when it's time to cut the cords. You have to get out of the situation. Right. Agreed. I've made the decision from now on that any romantic connections that took place during quarantine just didn't count. You know, desperate times calls for desperate measures. So (laughs) I'm looking back on that whole situation as a learning experience.